Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Win Today podcast, an inspirational and performance-focused podcast that will inspire you to win today by connecting with amazing leaders and sharing amazing stories. You will learn from some of the most intentional, disciplined, and heartwarming people on the globe, people who will propel you forward and give you tools to succeed in any situation. My name is Ryan Cass, and I am your host. It is my purpose in this world to inspire people to establish a foundation for sustained success and chart a desirable course for life. Thank you so much for tuning in. In order to help us grow, I believe the best gift is to give back. And if what you hear resonates with you and helps push you forward in life, then please help us grow and reach more people by subscribing to the podcast, sharing it, and if you feel led, clicking one of those buttons that has five stars and writing a review. Thank you so much. Let's connect with our guest. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the month of March. Man, we are rolling through 2023. This is your first time tuning in. I release episodes every Monday. Therefore, this is the first episode of the month. Thank you for tuning in. Last week, I talked about tips to measuring yourself, and I want to expand a little bit more on that. I mentioned specifically a new mindset hack, or rather reframing about the gap and the gain. And the easiest way to illustrate the gap and the gain is the gap is our measure against ourselves based off of what is ideal. Ideal being a moving target. Easy example that I mentioned before with the podcast. What ideal would look like right now is that these episodes are receiving hundreds of thousands of downloads per month. It's widely recognized across the Apple and Spotify charts. It's something that is often recognized in discussions for best podcasts to listen to, to grow as a leader, to develop yourself, so on and so forth. It's not there yet. And maybe when I do get there, then it's, I want to have millions of downloads per month. And I'm not happy because we're not there yet. That goalpost is constantly shifting, shifting because once you achieve something, the next ideal looks like bigger, better, greater. And that can lead to never being satisfied. And don't get that confused with never settling. I believe in pushing forward all the time. But if you look at the gap, that is a recipe for stress. It's a recipe for not wanting to push forward. It's a recipe for a lot of things that are not positive versus the gain. If we look at where this podcast was a year ago to today, we're now on seven months straight of not missing a Monday, continuing that momentum, have nailed down some major CEOs, notable Wall Street Journal bestsellers, New York Times bestsellers, becoming more confident and really enhancing the quality of the show from how, how the messages are even delivered. I look back sometimes at the first few podcasts and if y'all have listened to those, thank you. 
And I wish you'd have told me, hey, Ryan, these are not that good. And not not on the guests, but on me. And I can talk about that. And as I'm saying these things, I'm like, wow, like, look at the gains. I'm listening to them, literally, right now as, as this is being created. So that's why I want to shed some light on the gain this week. When I was thinking about what I want to talk about, I was reflecting on this podcast one year ago today. What was I talking about? So I can give y'all a live example of what this gap and gain process looks like and what this self-audit process looks like with the intent that y'all can utilize this in your own lives and with the intent that it serves as a tool for you all to have in your back pocket as a way of recognizing all the great things that you've done. If you're listening to this It means that you care about yourself deeply if you're still even tuned in right now. I'm listening to a book from Alex Hormozy at the moment called $100 Million Offers. And on the second chapter, I believe, because I'm doing the Audible version, he said, if you're still listening to this right now, you're part of the 10% in the world that is truly going to succeed and do massive things. So... I'm giving you a tool, or that is my intent with this. One year ago today, I released a quick message, which I'll link in the show notes if you want to go back and see the quality of then versus now, about how to be a good leader and my tips. And I'm doing this check here to see whether or not I'm still in alignment, see if anything has declined, and see if anything has since evolved a little bit more. So in this episode, I shared my really two tips on how you can be a good leader. And the first one, my number one rule, which has remained unchanged per my audit, is people first, business second. I formed this rule through way of being exposed to some amazing leaders. But the one thing that really stands out is during my first internship in college, 2012, the leader that I was working for, Chris Van Aristel, took me out to lunch before we did anything and gave me a two-page document. And he said, Ryan, here's my leadership philosophy. Here's everything that you need to know about me and how I'm going to lead you, how I live my life, how I'm going to lead this organization. And that meant so much to me at that time. I think I was what, 19 years old, 20 years old, something like that, 20 years old. I was like, wow, I'm going to make one of these. And sure enough, I did. And a lot of people made fun of me for having a leadership philosophy at 20 years old, which I don't care. But that was my number one thing. People first, business second. So with anyone, with anything, with any conversation, whether it's family, friends, in the workforce, especially, get to know about that person, how they're truly doing, ask about their kids, ask about their dogs, ask about their brother, ask about their sister before you talk about anything related to business. Another thing I've learned with that as a sub bullet is being interesting really starts with being interested. So people that you may look up to and admire as you're listening to this, think about, well, why is it that I really admire that particular leader, and I'd be willing to bet that it's in many 
cases, their way of being and their way of being in that if you've interacted with them, they show that they are truly interested in you. They want to know about you from the human level, not the business level. And that's just such a simple way to practice the people first, business second framework. So if it's your desire that people find you to be interesting as a leader, then show that you are interested and put people first by asking the basic questions. It's not complicated. The next one that I discussed and still hold true is seek to understand. All things are created through language, so make sure that what you say is accurate before you say it. And seek to understand a very simple example of this may be that someone might not be a fan of guns. And from there, someone may then make a comment or a judgment that that person must be a liberal or that person is a liberal without seeking to understand why that person may not be a fan of guns. Maybe they lost a loved one to an unthinkable, heinous crime. And if you lost someone to something like that, you probably wouldn't like guns either. I know that's a little bit of an extreme case, but these are things that occur in life. And this is a story that I often bring up with my business partner and Chris Singleton and the tragic loss of his mother. Chris goes around the world and inspires hundreds of thousands of people every year with his message of love over hate and teaching people how to love one another despite our differences. And when you learn how Chris lost his mother, of course he would tell you that he's not a fan of guns. And it's not because of anything political. It's because of a real thing. And you can only find that out by seeking to understand why someone believes in what they do, why they carry themselves the way that they do. And this all ties back to people first, business second, because when you're being interested, you're going to find out who someone really is at the heart. You're going to find out what makes them excited. You're going to find out what they don't enjoy. You're going to find out their soft spots. You're going to find out everything when you really care and demonstrate this level of interest in people and care and commitment. The last one, which has evolved over time, especially as I've now taken on a new leadership role, a senior leadership role in the corporate world, show them your heart first, not your brain. For the longest time, I would share with people my leadership philosophy and thought that that was fine and dandy, which it is. It's great. It shows, it definitely demonstrates care. What I didn't do is connect the real reason behind why I'm so passionate about this and why this really connects to my purpose of helping people establish a foundation for sustained success, breaking trends of adversity, and charting a desirable course for life. And that's rooted in what I experienced in my youth, witnessing the troubling periods of alcohol abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, all of that from the time that I was a youngster until you know, well into my adult years and seeing my family struggle. That's why I'm so passionate about helping people and helping set people up for success 
ensuring that I'm giving them all the resources possible to succeed and conquer any situation doesn't matter where you come from. That's why you're listening to this podcast right now. That's why this podcast exists. And it's because I'm showing you my heart. And I believe that's what will make more people want to follow you, support you, work for you, do anything for you. Rather, do anything with you. Show them your heart. Why do you really do what you do? Why is it important that we achieve these goals? Why is it important that you have qualities X, Y, Z from someone in a relationship? Everything. This, this whole leadership concept really applies to anything. And we're all leaders regardless of our titles or what something might say on LinkedIn. Everybody has the opportunity to be a leader and everybody is a leader when you allow yourself to look at life in a lens that says, hey, despite my title, I can help someone. I can make an impact. I'm helping someone. I'm making an impact. Therefore, I'm a leader. I'm a leader in my family. I'm a leader in my community because you're changing lives. You're impacting lives. Never let a title dictate who you are. Never let an organization dictate who you are. Go from the heart. As I'm speaking this, now I'm just rolling. I'm hearing that gain again. We're not living in the gap. We're living in the gain. I believe that when you put people first, place business second, when you seek to understand, and when you show people your heart first and not your brain, that's a recipe for success. And that will carry you forward. It'll carry your organization forward. It'll carry your family forward. It'll carry your relationship forward. I can go on and on. Thank you so much for tuning in and win today. Thank you.